0: Madison's Alternative 1067, the resistance. This week for the Disruptor series, I'm joined by Jamie Jacobson of Tedious and Brief. Hello. Hello, good to be here. So we're out on Zoom and I can see your Jameson flag. You said you ravaged your friend's dad's attic. Is Jameson your drink of choice?
1: Jameson is honestly gin is my drink of choice. Any cheap gin that I could find or old style beer is my drink of choice.
0: We'll just get that out of the way, you know, yep. Midwestern girls. Just get oh yeah. There. It's, it's important. Those are
1: important questions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now what's your discovery story? How did you get started in music and how did you get to this point?
1: Wow. Great question. So I got started in music my entire life. I was songwriting. Uh, my dad is a guitar player and has always been a musician. And so he was always showing me like the best music and just, Raising me up uh, in in a good way, it's just like all the rock and roll like he could teach me, and so I I've always loved music uh, and I've always been writing, and so a few years ago, because uh, I I've lived in Chicago my whole life, and a few years ago uh, I came to Nashville, and I realized oh like people actually do music like full time like you can actually do music, and so just as a passion project I, I had a bunch of songs written out, and so. Over one whole summer, I recorded them all and produced them out. And at first, I was just like, "Yeah, I'm just going to do this for me. Probably only my mom and dad are going to listen. And cool, that'll be great." <laughs> and then I, my first single, "Paper Cuts," was released, and it kind of blew up in a way that I was not anticipating whatsoever. That's when I realized, like, "Oh, people will listen to this. Like, people will listen to my music." <laughs> and so, yeah, from that point on, I, I just
0: started taking it much more seriously
1: and. And
0: now we're here. So when you say you released Paper Cuts, did you release it just like on SoundCloud or how did you release it?
1: Yeah, I just distributed it uh, to like every every platform uh, through DistroKid. And yeah, it got like put on a bunch of Spotify playlists. And that's kind of where it all like happened for that song.
0: What do you want next? You have the new song, Not That Deep. Is this just the next song in a a long line of events? Yeah, I
1: definitely have a lot more things coming. In terms of what I want, I want to tour a bunch. I want to release new projects. I'm working on a bunch of songs right now uh, that I'll be releasing in singles and then hopefully uh, an EP eventually. Yeah, and I'm really just looking forward to touring on all of this. And I have an upcoming tour actually this week. So uh, that should be super fun. Have you toured before? I've been touring. Well, I, was- I had a bunch of things lined up during COVID. And of course, like everyone else, it got completely obliterated. But yeah, I have basically since we've been allowed to, I've been doing shows. And uh, this is my first
0: like, le- legit tour opening up for Wheelwright. You live in Nashville now? I live in Nashville now. Yes. I mean, you could go down Broadway and just play every single night multiple times a night. Is that something you've, you've been doing? For me, no. Broadway is,
1: there's kind of like two different music worlds in Nashville. There's the country world, which is Broadway. And then you have like East Nashville, which is like alt pop, like some rock. And so I actually haven't gotten to play a show in Nashville. I have a show in Nashville in November booked. It's mostly my booking agent, Brandon Hughes. He We're booking most of the Midwest because that's where I'm from. And uh, that's where a lot of people know me. And so yeah, it just makes the most sense. But I would love to play Nashville more for sure.
0: When, when you get to come back to the Midwest, you get to stop and visit and see oh, people. Yeah. And... <laughs> oh, yeah. I The Midwest is home.
1: Always. Always.
0: What are some of your favorite things about the Midwest? Like, where do we have to go when we're in Chicago? Oh, man. That's
1: a... Gr- um, There is a bar in Chicago that I'm almost hesitant to tell people about, but they could use the business. So it's good. Uh, Rose's Lounge, it's in Lincoln Park, and it looks like it's abandoned. And it's not. If you go inside, it's like you're stepping into like a time warp, twilight zone. Uh, and so it's like my favorite place on earth, I think. And uh, so yeah, that's I mean, obviously Lou Malnati's pizza all day. I don't know why people even give Giordano's Downs a time of day. <coughs> Lou Malnati's all the way. Yeah. And then of course, like, there's so many places I, I could write a list out. Do you ever make it up to Madison or Milwaukee? I have not been to Madison, but I have, I actually did my honeymoon in Milwaukee. Oh, I'm supposed to go to Costa Rica, a little different. I absolutely, Wisconsin, I think is my favorite state in the United States. And I'm not even lying. It's the wild West and I love it. It's like the wild West of the North for me. And I like so many good memories there. I- my family had like a lake house up there. My family's family had a lake house up there and, so, just like the best memories of my childhood. But Milwaukee is awesome and they have great beer. So, yeah. big fan.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. a lot coming from somebody who lived in
1: Chicago their whole life. I know. Well, here's the thing favorite state is Wisconsin, favorite city is Chicago. Yeah.
0: Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love your new song, Not That Deep, and was surprised to hear that you wrote it with your husband and that it's not actually a breakup song from your perspective necessarily it is a breakup song though but mm-hmm. you wrote it kind of as someone else yes
1: yeah i uh <laughs> it's funny it was so parker parker's my husband he's also the drummer for two Years and brief and does so much he's like my other half and, uh, of this whole project and um, one day he had been drumming on a bunch of songs for other artists and he came home and was like it's so sad that like he's like every song I've drummed on this past week has been about like how someone's heartbroken over someone that they broke up with like years ago. And like, they, they still have power over this person. And he's like, what if we just wrote a song that was the complete opposite of that and like give these people power over like this toxic relationship and like just being like, screw it. Like I'm over it. I'm done. It's not that deep. Like I don't care. And so, um, so we, we had a lot of fun. It was, it was really cool because we were both like putting ourselves in different people's shoes, and
0: uh, it's, it was so fun to do. Were there ever times that like he would make an, a suggestion and you would kind of get mad, like "What are you trying to say?" Yeah, <laughs> I we with other songs, yes, bro. yeah, <laughs> but with <laughs> this one, the, with this one, it
1: was so far removed from like our personal experience that we were just having fun with it. So is TDS and Brief just you two then? It is just us two. We play with a band, but it's like Parker and I are kind of the the people behind it. So, And our band is always swapping out and changing, but Parker and I are kind of the consistent part of it. Yeah. How did you guys meet? We actually met playing music in Wisconsin. Uh, Yeah, we met, I don't even know what town, it was like at some camp in Wisconsin, like the 8,000 camps there. Uh, and we were both playing music, and then we did we met there, did long distance for like five and a half years. And
0: wow.
1: yeah, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> and now he's your other half of your band, other half of your life, other half.
1: yeah. Of your- it's awesome. Yeah.
0: What do you guys do when you're not making music then? Working uh, traveling.
1: Parker's a carpenter uh, on the side when he's not drumming, and I am a graphic designer. And so, we just work. We have two cats that we're obsessed with Leroy and Mochi. They're the best. Yeah. And we're always traveling. We're always going Parker's from Michigan. So we go back to Michigan a lot. I'm always in Chicago. So
0: yeah. yeah. You guys both have day jobs that benefit the band. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, <laughs> for, for real. Like that's, that's a big reason I am. I'm doing my, I was working a nine to five and I quit that in order to like do music uh, more full time. And so yeah, I do graphic design just from the car, like when I'm touring and it works
0: out. It's great. So during COVID, you guys had all these plans. Things were kind of shifting. You are doing stuff from the car now, but you have this freedom. Do you feel like the band kind of grew during this time where you couldn't really do a whole lot? Yes, it, it definitely did. We, um, it,
1: COVID was weird because, I mean, it was weird for everyone, obviously. Uh, that goes without being said, but. I had like a long like, like kind of episode of like, what are we doing? Like what's happening? Is like, when will music come back? Like it was such a a time of like questioning and Parker and I kind of hunkered down and we're like, okay, like, how are we going to go about this? Like how intentional are we going to be? And we were just like, let's just like for the next few years, just give it our all and like see what happens. Um, And so we definitely got a lot more serious about it. COVID like, in a weird way was it was really cool for us in that sense like it, it really caught like made us reevaluate our intentions and there there's been so much freedom and like in that and it's been really cool
0: it really makes you decide like should we be uber eats or doordash delivery drivers or are we really gonna do this
1: yeah yeah and trying to like it's like okay we have to pay bills like we do need jobs <laughs> but- yeah also, like life's too short to not go for it. You know, it's so we're like, let's go for it. We're in it together. Why, why not? So how did you get your stage name? I love this story. Um, so there is a podcast called S-Town and it's put on by This American Life. And it's like one of my favorite stories I've ever heard. And there's this guy named John in the podcast who is a clockmaker. And he's like the most eccentric person like I've ever heard of in my life. And, uh, and he's a clockmaker. And on the back of the clocks, he writes sayings about time. And on one of them, he wrote tedious and brief. And I was like, one, if I ever have a band, I'm going to name it that because that's a cool name. But two, I was like, this is a really, I love that like perspective on life. Like it, it could be viewed in a negative light, like, oh, tedious and brief. That's negative. But to me, it kind of lights a fire under my butt and was like, yeah, like we don't have a lot of time. It can be hard. So like you might as well like work hard to enjoy it and like, do what you want, uh, pursue what you love. And so, yeah, that's, it, it's kind of like about my p- entire perspective on life. And, and also I just thought it sounded cool. <laughs>
0: that's what it should be i think it it definitely has to be a band name that you think sounds cool oh absolutely or else why would you have a band name (laughs) Yeah, and it would just be jamie jacobson and parker yeah that's boring (laughs) we don't want we don't want to hear that (laughs) all right so what's up next you said you're going to be in the midwest you got some touring you're working on eventually having an ep anything that is coming up like rapid fire not rapid fire. We're,
1: we're really just touring a lot. Um, that's kind of the goal right now. Uh, we're in the studio working on a bunch of uh, new material. We'll definitely be performing some of that, uh, the unreleased stuff on tour, which is super exciting. And so that's, that's a priority. And just kind of um, seeing where not that deep goes and hoping for the best.
0: One of the things I love about this song is the like deepness and richness of your voice. Mm. And there's so much alternative music out right now that the female has a very pop sound. Mm. So I love this depth to your voice. And you talked about some of your influences a little bit earlier, but where do you think you get that influence or is it just something that comes out of you?
1: Yeah. It's so funny. My entire life, I was so insecure about it because I never sounded like I grew up in like doing church music a lot. And a lot of people who sing in church have like pristine, beautiful voices. And mine has this like weird raspy deepness to it that I was just like, Oh, this I don't sound like them. That's not cool. And the more, the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, Oh, like that's okay. Like that, that's, that's what sets, I don't know, sets me apart in some ways. And so, yeah, I don't, I've never purposefully like made it. Like, I, I think it just, I've always spoken like, me and my mom and my sister all have like deeper voices for females and so yeah I think it just came out and people were like cool and I'm like oh okay cool I I could like this too (laughs) yeah
0: now you get to like really wrap your arms around it embrace it and heck yeah well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today oh thank you so much for talking to me this is this is so fun I really appreciate it We're going to check out Not That Deep by Tedious and Brief right now on The Resistance.